You are now rocking with Must Have Knowledge and Sass. The love that we have for each other is unexplainable. Like, when I can't do something, he hop in. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode in the podcast, Must Have Knowledge and Says. I'm your host, Tiana, and I am so happy that you are here listening to an episode on this here podcast. Oh my gosh! But anywho, so if you don't know, if you're new, we are in the middle of a series called Love Update, My Family Edition, where I've been interviewing different female family members in regards to their ideology about love and how it has evolved and changed over time. So for today's episode, you all get to listen to my interview with my little cousin, Jamil, and I'm so happy that she agreed to be on the podcast. I love Jamil so much, and I'm so proud of the woman that she has evolved into and the woman she is also becoming. She is married, so I actually asked some questions differently for this episode, which was so amazing to hear how marriage has also allowed her to evolve in her ideology about love so but anyway before i start rambling because y'all know i could get well hello jamil how are you doing i'm doing well how about you i am doing good go ahead and introduce yourself to the people okay um my name is jamil clark i am tiana's little cousin um i grew up in atlanta georgia right now i am a owner of a cleaning service sweeping atlanta cleaning and i have a cleaning service in montgomery alabama as well i am the mother of three kids and an amazing husband all right okay so let's go ahead and jump right into this so when was the first time you truly felt loved and it doesn't have to be like an intimate relationship it can be with family or you can tell about both of the times with the family and and your intimate however you want to do it <laughs> okay um i felt loved a lot of times but the first time i actually really felt love is when i had my first son like my first child i should say um I don't know. It was just a, it was a different feeling that I got over me, like loving a parent. You know what I'm saying? You love your parent, but it was like a different feeling that came about me when I had my first child. And it was like an eye opener. It was like God giving me a gift. You know what I'm saying? And um, I don't know. I just felt I felt powerful. But at the same time, I could feel the love. Like I knew that that was something that I created. That was something for me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that was the first time I really, really felt love. You know, it's so funny. Your mom said the same thing. She For said real? the first time she felt love was when she had you. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like mother, like daughter, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So how has your definition of love, of love evolved since that first time you felt love? Um... Oh, 
it has evolved a lot. I mean, when the first time I had felt love was when I had my first son, but I was what 19 years old. So I was still, you know, in my mom's house and trying to figure out life, trying to figure out adulthood. Um, now that I am a mother of three, I can tell you that each child that I had uh encountered a different person. You know what I'm saying? I've learned how to be a better parent, I've learned how to communicate how to, um, you know, just making things better for my kids. You know, with Jameer, him being my firstborn, it was like we grew up with each other kind of sort of like he taught me things, I taught him things, but now it's like I got it down packed to what a parent's supposed to be and how I'm supposed to love and receive it from my kids. So it, it definitely have involved. Oh, wow. And then also you were married. So how Correct. does that look? Um, how does love look now that you are married? Um, Grandma told me a long time ago um, that if we didn't have communication, it was going to fail. And at that point, I was like, communication is just, you know, a conversation, you know. But yeah. now I know that communication is comprehension. Like, did you understand what I'm saying? You know. We had to work on a lot of trauma that we had growing up, um, things that we seen our parents do that we thought was correct. You know what I'm saying? So um, in my relationship, now that we have been married 12 years, we are, it took us to like our, it almost been like nine, it was like nine years of marriage before it really was like just perfect. You know what I'm saying? So now that's like my best bud anyway, you know, but the love that we have for each other is unexplainable. Like when I can't do something, he hop in for, or um, if I'm cooking, he making sure the children doing homework. If he doing homework, I'm making sure the house getting clean. Like we, we, we communicate through different ways, not just talking. Like we can look at each other and know if something wrong is something, you know, some need to be done. Like we can feel each other emotions, like all different types of stuff. So like love. Um, yeah, that's that's what I can say about my marriage. That's pretty cool, because even like today, um, it was a perfect example of like, hey, T, can we push back the recording? Because I want to make sure the kids are covered and my husband is getting off of work. I was like, of course. Yeah. And it was like, that, that's a no brainer. And so right. also just like seeing, um, mainly seeing you all through social media, but also behind the scenes before even social media was on the pop. I think when I first met him, it was years ago. Yeah, a long time ago. It was ago. a long time ago. You can still see the love that you all have for each other. And you seem, um, you've always been calm. Like you've always been cool and calm. Yeah. It's like with him, it seems like you're just relaxed. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So, yes. Okay. So, ooh, perfect example. I mean, not perfect example, but I want to go back to something you said about you all had to actually identify your traumas and then also realize, re identify, work through your traumas and actually learn how to communicate together. Um, how have you, well, how have you learned to handle differences or even manage conflicts in your relationship? Um, conflict in our relationship, how we manage that. First, 
we give each other time. We have a cold word that I learned from somebody else. We was reading the um Duval, uh, you know, Kadeem Ellis and Duval. Yes. So we was reading a book and they had a cold word that they use when things are like getting heated. You know what I'm saying? So ours is out the window. Like, I don't care. We could be at 10. And if he say out the window, it's out the window. Like it's done, you know? And um, we learn to give each other space. Then we talk about it once we calm down instead of having a conflict and we just going back and forth on our differences or what I think, what he think. We give each other time to actually reflect on what the person is saying, trying to make sure that what the person is saying is right and looking at it from every angle before we react to it. Because a lot of times people get into or have differences is only because what I believe. You know what I'm saying? But you may believe something totally different and it's your opinion. Like you, you may be right, but I have to think about it first. So that's how, you know, we work out of here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So I think what I love, and this is what I heard you say, is mainly you all have communicated and understood how each other, how you both handle conflict. Because sometimes, Correct. like for example, I'm a person, I want to talk about it right then and right there. And I know some people like, no, I need some time to process and think and walk away. And then mm-hmm. we come back to it. And then I also heard you all say, well, heard you say that you have a co-word, which is a really good idea. I haven't read the book, but I was like, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. And then also understanding that, yo, my perspective is not the... there's a saying it's like be all say all what is it it's like i don't my perspective doesn't dominate everything i don't Mm -hmm. think of the saying right now in my head but it's like Like people say we can agree to disagree yes yeah yeah (laughs) exactly and i i love that because growing up and i know um in our family we we learn how to handle conflict in a different way yeah but as we've gotten older, we've learned how to communicate our feelings and emotions in a more logical and a calmer manner. Right. That we can mitigate the effects of this conflict. Right. And not get not it turn into this explosive event, pretty much. Right. So yes. Oh my gosh, good works, first of all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. And what do you feel are the essential ingredients in a healthy marriage? The essential ingredients. A lot of spice. Okay, what do you mean? You, you gotta keep it spicy. Like, you know, don't stop the date nights, don't stop um the lingerie, don't stop the foreplay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to keep it spicy in a relationship. Um Wear your bunny, but don't wear your bunny in your house coat all the time. Right. Um, I said communication is the key to everything. Um, knowing who you are married to, understanding who you are married to, um, healing, you know, healing together, working on things, talking about things. Um, I don't know. You know, having foundation, loyalty, and trust is number one as well. Just my biggest thing in my marriage is 
knowing who we are. You know what I'm saying? Like not worried about what the next person doing or looking at somebody else's marriage and trying to bring him to my household and just going with the flow of things. I know who my husband is. He know who I am. I know what he like. He know what I don't like. And we make it work, you know? So. Yes. Yeah. You said something earlier about healing. Do you have a moment in time when you realize, oh, I have really healed from how I used to be? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. when was, <laughs> do you have that? Like, I could tell you a specific time where I was like, oh, girl, you really healed. How? Yeah. When was that specific time for you? Um, I grew up around a lot of fighting, you know, um, bickering and fighting and, you know, so I was a fighter growing up. Like when I got a certain age, I just, I think I was like in the third grade when I got into my first fight. So I got bullied a lot when I was a little girl. So I was really, and then when I figured out I knew how to fight, it was just on and popping. You know what I'm saying? So I fight, I fought myself out of every situation that was meant to be fought, you know? And, um, yeah, I one day I realized that I was doing things that I seen when I grew up, you know what I'm saying? And um shoot, I think I was like 20 some years old when something like really really I would have reacted to a fight, but it was just like don't do that. You going to go to jail or don't do that. You got a son, you know what I'm saying? Like you it's just certain things that you can't do no more. Like you're not a child no more. You can't just Call your mom and say, oh, this happened and, you know, they pat you on the hand and go on about your business. So I think I was like 23 years old when I realized, like, yeah, you have grew up from a lot of stuff. And I and I haven't fought in years, like physically. And I'm thankful for that. But I know how to. I was at work the other day and a young lady said, uh, you know how to. uh work through a conflict is what she said. Someone called me and they was being very nasty. But I said, you know what I said to them? I was like, yes, ma'am, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Because I I can't, the, the, the spiritual journey I'm on now, I can't engage in bad, like bad things or bad vibes. People just want to argue and bicker. Like people going to be people. Right. You're going to have people that just want to act like that. And you can't do nothing about it. But, okay, I agree to it, you know, and just keep it moving. And it's just how I live my life now. Like, life too short for all that. Right. And it sounds like you're also protecting your peace and you know yeah. who you are. So, right. I'm not about to prove that to you anymore. Like, exactly. That's that's the word, proving, because, you know, we, we take stuff to heart. And it's the first thing we try to do is prove that that's not what I was doing. You just, you'll be at doing it all day. Right. Yeah. Looking crazy. It's like I'm about to over explain myself to anybody. Exactly. Poorly. What you said earlier. It's like we just too old to be fighting. Because at the end of the day, when you think about it, in that moment, it's always easy. Well, no, I'm going to say that. Let me back up. For me, anger is an easy emotion to go to. Mm-hmm. We grew up with it, right? Right. We grew up learning how to identify that emotion quickly and how to let that emotion just like take over. So now that I know to pause, I'm still, I still get angry. Don't get me wrong. I just handle my, I just 
handle how I deal with my anger differently. And that's what right. it's like for you as well. Right. Because when you look at it, after I get done fighting, what has that resolved? I mean, he who, he who angers you controls you. And that's a real saying, like, you just took me out of my whole element and made me act all this, did all this, and then now we both sitting here out of breath and looking crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what was all that for, you know? So, mm-mm. I ain't got time. Get somebody else to do it. Okay. So, going back to your essential uh ingredients for a healthy marriage i heard you say communication i heard you say understanding who your partner is Mm -hmm. healing Mm -hmm. did i miss anything keeping it spicy yeah and keep it oh yeah i forgot it definitely keeping it spicy all right oh so what does love feel like to you love feels like love feels like you know i don't know have you ever like exercise like yeah like a real real good exercise and at the end it's like oh that was a lot but i we got through it but it made you feel good like you can feel it all over your body you can see like your exercise journey you can see you losing weight and you know your skin complexion change and that feeling that you have looking at yourself every day is like Oh, I look good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like um, if if that feeling come over you, you'll feel what I'm trying to put into words. Um, it's like a what's the word, Tiana? Um, I know what you're talking about. It's like they talk about this. It's like a high that you get. Yeah, it's like a high. You know what I'm saying? It's like like you, I've really, like I did, I, I did that thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Though? I definitely understand what okay. you're saying. Yes. It's like yeah. a level of, it's a high, there's a level of satisfaction. There's a um, feeling of accomplishment. Like, right. it's like, oh my God. But it's still feel, hard at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But you still, every day, if you, if you exercise it every day, you, you, at, you at the gym, 5 a.m. in the morning, you committed to it, you consistent, you eat healthy, you look good, you feel good. Your clothes fit better, like everything about it. Even though it's hard to do some days, you walk about it and you be like, oh my God, my legs hurt. You know what I'm saying? My arms hurt today. I can't stand today. You know what I'm saying? That's, I feel like that's what that's what it make you feel like. It's ups and downs, but the good results outweigh the bad. Yes. Yes. I totally get That's a perfect way of explaining it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what do you wish for your kids when it comes to love i want them to feel needed i want them to feel wanted i want them to have a successful partner that pours into them you know what i'm saying like someone that is spontaneous someone that knows them for them knows when they are lacking know when they need the extra motivation um Someone that stands alongside of them, you know, encourages them. Just someone to have a back, like true, a true, uh, a, you know, a friend to them, a person that, like, um, and not just in a relationship, just love in general. Like, I just want my kids to know that 
they de- they deserve love and never settle until it's you know until they get it. Yes, yes. And I'm trying. I'm trying to be a better uh, parent and wife. You know, so that they can see what love means. You know, outside of how we grew up, I don't want my kids to. I want them to see that it's okay to heal and it's okay to be everything that you ever imagined to be in life and don't let nothing stop you from getting there. Yes. Oh my gosh. Then we not out here trying to continue any generational wrong. Exactly. That's right. Any generational traumas. Like we know we are too evolved and we have too much knowledge about the way to do it differently, not to yeah. do it differently. Yeah, it's 2023. Like, it's so much knowledge out here to, you know, I ain't going to say I'm, I'm a gentle parent because we ain't gentle parent, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like they have feelings too. You know, if I take a doll away from my daughter, she's going to cry. Even though she don't understand and I'm taking something away from her, she, all she feels is that she just took what's mine. You know what I'm saying? Or my son getting in trouble at school, and but he telling me that somebody was doing something to him or the teacher calling saying, hey, you know, Timothy did such and such, such and such, but I'm letting Timothy give his side of the story because the teacher, she can't have 18 eyes on 18 kids. Yeah. Um, I still look at, even though they're kids and they stay in the child's place, that, that saying, what they used to say to us, stay in a child's place. But you keep kids from engaging with adults, knowing how to stand up for themselves, knowing how to talk, knowing how to say that hurt my feelings and knowing how to conversate. The, you know what I'm saying? To have communication yes. when stuff is needed. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Learn how to advocate for themselves. Right. right. And they can only do that when they learn how to express their emotions in a healthy Correct. way. Yep. Oh, I love it. Yes. Yeah. I love it. And it's it's also not making excuses for them either. And right. Like, I'm still like holding you accountable for these things, but at the same time, yeah. This is what it is. This is what it is. Yeah. Seriously. Oh my God. Okay. So yes. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I did it too. I did it too. I enjoyed it the most because I have seen like your evolution, like from the time you had your first baby up until now that you have your baby girl. Uh, Daisy. Right. <laughs> and then, um, sorry, her name is Daisy. Daisy. Uh-huh. I was like, I cut myself off. I was like, she's so precious. And then <laughs> also how you view love through a lens, a healed lens. But you're also realizing like this is a journey. It is. I haven't fully gotten to the end of my road and I'm right. still learning things. And I'm quite sure that experience has taught you a lot of this. Correct. Yes. Yes. And so as we go through life, we have experiences. We collect more data on how we want to deal with different things. Right. And how we want to show up in the area of love as well. Right. So I am so happy that you uh, agreed to be on the um, on the show. I'm glad you called me. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Of course. Is there <laughs> anything you want to leave with the people before we we uh, go ahead and end the interview? Like, do you have social media so people can get, connect with you? Um. Yes, I have an Instagram account called Sweeping Atlanta Cleaning. Um. 
and Jamil Clark on Facebook. That's about it. Yes. All right. So reach out to her if you would like uh, cleaning services, first of all. Uh, yep. <laughs> as always, I love you, Cuzzo. I love you, too. I really hope you enjoyed that interview. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I mean, come on now. Oh, before I forget, go ahead and follow me or subscribe, you know, whichever platform you are listening on. Do one of the two, okay? Come on now. Come on. Also, rate, rate, rate this podcast if you would like to. You know, I'm out here just looking at your reviews, you know, waiting for you to rate me, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I want to make sure that you also just consider some of the things that were said in this episode, consider some of the questions for yourself. And most importantly, come on now, go ahead and out and get the book if you like it. Loving Bravely by Dr. Alexandria Solomon. Now I'm not getting paid to tell nobody this, by the way. Okay. Ain't no sponsorship over here from her. Okay. So I'm really telling you this because this book is that good. And I'm going to say it every episode, at the end of every episode. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Add the book to your cart. The name of the book is Loving Bravely by Dr. Alexandria Solomon. As always, I thank you. I love you for listening to this episode. And I pray that you have the most amazing day or night whenever you're listening. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I pray that you have so much joy, so much love, and so much peace that fills up your entire life. All right. Bye, y'all.